You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Beverly Isla. Thank you for tuning in. And today's episode will feature two guests who contribute to the cause of rescue dogs by having them on center stage in a positive way. Carol Feeney, the co-founder of the Blue Collar Project, has a mission to celebrate rescue dogs and change the perception of shelter dogs from being damaged to priceless. Diane Rose Solomon is an award-winning author. She's our second guest today. She's an author of a picture book series to educate children on animal homelessness, basic animal care, and much more. Now, both wonderful ladies believe in creating a positive outlook to the cause in order to encourage the public. And when we get back from these messages, we will hear from our first guest, Carol Feeney. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Listen, cat people, it's just litter. Until you realize those big boxes mean big smells, big messes, and big money. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. It guarantees less smells, less work, all with less litter. Try the small bag that lasts one cat 30 days and you'll realize it's just litter. Unless it's World's Best Cat Litter. Find it at Target, Walmart, and at your local grocery and pet stores. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We have Carol Feeney as our first guest today, the co-founder of Project Blue Collar. Great to have you, Carol. Thanks, Beverly. It's great to be here. I love your initiative with uh, PBC, aka Project Blue Collar, and I'm very curious what got you to come up with the blue collar as a way of celebrating rescue dogs? I know pink is already taken for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Well, I really wanted to come up with a way for rescue dogs to be able to show the world how awesome they are, and not in spite of being a rescue dog, but because they're a rescue dog, and thought, why not use an already very well-known idea, which is the cause wristband. What is it called? Cause wrist? A cause wristband, just like Livestrong, where everybody had their causes, you know, on their wrist. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and I thought, why not use the same concept and just transfer it to rescue dogs, but let the dogs be the marketers of the cause. And that's how we came up with Project Blue Collar, and the the call to action on the collar is um, support the underdog. Gotcha. Do you engrave their names, or is it just a general known blue collar is a rescue dog? So the blue collar is very much just like the wristband that we wear. It's a rubber collar. It's not meant 
for any utility other than a conversation starter. It's an accessory to be worn with another caller with the call to action to support the underdog. And it's a way to identify and start conversations about rescue dogs. That's awesome. But how do you get people yeah. to, um, I guess, associate with wearing it and celebrating the rescue dogs? Most people, when they hear about it, they're like, oh, yeah, we totally get that because we've been with, you know, wearing the Live Strong bands or other bands um, on our yeah. wrists. So it's a pretty easy transition for most people. All of our messaging so far has been through social media. Oh, okay. Okay. How many dogs yeah, do you use- have are that, that are on your network already? Well, we've blue-collared over 6,000 dogs on six continents and then all 50 states in the U.S., Holy and that's crow. all through social media, yeah. That's awesome. Now, you also have a, um, a rescue partner network that I'm looking at, and what are the benefits of, of that? I know you do donations. We do, yeah. We want to help the people on the front line of rescue, and you know they're the ones that are driving all this change, so we certainly want to be helping those folks. Um, so our rescue partner network is a way for rescues to be part of something bigger than themselves. Uh-huh. And it's a way that we can actually bring unity to a cause and drive adoption traffic as well as giving them a revenue stream opportunity. So when you're a partner with us, we actually will help you promote the partnership through sample posts and we send them callers to get them started and then they receive 20% of all of our sales. So they get their own co-branded store link that they get to promote. Um, oh, as well okay. as they Yeah, yeah. As well as they show up on a drop-down menu. Um, if someone just happens to be on our store, there's a drop-down menu that's a mandatory field at the end of checkout where they have to choose their partner, whoever gets their gift back. Okay, so let's reiterate this. So rescues that partner with you will get a page on your website? They get their own co-branded store page, yes. Okay, and they'll also get, will they get more than one blue collar or is it just one? Oh, yeah, we'll send them a package to get started. Okay. Absolutely, just so they have things they can take pictures and we can help promote them and the great work that they're doing. We ask them to do guest blog posts for us and we love promoting our rescue partners and all the great work that they're doing. That's a great kind of co-promotion activity that you're having here. Absolutely, but our main goal is to drive adoption traffic. Yeah, that is an awesome, awesome. So apart from like what's already out there, how do you, uh, I guess, market the dogs that are needing homes? Well, I mean, that's what the rescues do so well, right? But we're just trying to get the word out to the people who are considering getting a dog and may not be considering adoption. And those are the people we're trying to get to. That's our opportunity. So by, Hmm. you know, showing them that these dogs are great, they're not damaged. Right. They're actually awesome animals. Very awesome. We're hoping we can change their, yeah, we're hoping we can change their direction. And instead of going to a pet store, they'll go to an adoption event. Because I know the other sites out there, like I'm sure you've heard of Pet Finder. Right, absolutely. Um, Now, for people that go through your interface, is there a difference? No, I mean, we promote Pet Finder, Adopt-A-Pet. I mean, all the sites that are showcasing rescue dogs. Okay, but you just have the blue collar. Yeah, ours is an awareness campaign. Just like Live Strong. That is awesome. Surprisingly, not everybody's aware of the plight of rescue dogs. And they really, you know, don't understand that there's a problem and that we're actually killing, you know, close to two to three million a year just in the U.S. And these are adoptable, healthy dogs. And if more people were aware, I think they would do something different. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping your your blue collar will just absolutely blow because I never really heard of the blue collar until a couple of weeks ago. Oh, well, good. At least you finally heard of us. 
Yeah, we want blue to equal rescue, just like pink equals breast cancer and red for heart disease. We want blue to be the, the color for rescue. So when you see it, you're identifying with a rescue dog or rescue animal. Okay. I will definitely have to share that. Do you only associate with the U.S. market or do you also do outside? No, no, no. We have we actually do a lot in Canada. One of our biggest partners is um, Northwest Territory SPCA. Really? Up in, uh, yeah, up in Yellowknife. Yeah. Hmm, that's awesome. You should come out to the, yeah. the, uh, tr- the Canada East side. <laughs> Absolutely. We get a lot of business in Canada. Wow. Yeah, we have blue-collar dogs on six continents, so throughout Asia and Europe. That is an interesting story. I'm just looking at your photos here. The blue collar is also available in handkerchiefs or the bandanas, I guess, that they can wear around their neck and T-shirts. We've, we have bandanas at different times. They're not an item that's always found. We don't have them oh, currently, okay. but we'll be bringing them back. Yeah. What other items are you going to be bringing in? Well, we have all kinds of items. We have T-shirts for people to wear. We've got a co-branded partnership with Lupine Pet, which is an awesome pet products manufacturer. And uh, they allowed us to design our own brand with them. So we've got some Lupine products on our site. Um, And then recently, yeah, Lupine. What what is that? No. Lupine Pet, yeah, they're a great organization up in New England. And they make... Like they use mountaineer webbing for their product and they have lifetime guarantees. So even if oh, chewed, okay. yeah, absolutely fabulous company. Okay, that's good to know. Recently, we came out with a brand new product, which we're really excited about. A lacelet for people to wear. It's really cute. Um, it's made out of the laces that go in baseball gloves and it's got very inspirational messages printed on it. It's a blue wrap around three time lacelet for men or women wear it. And okay. uh, we... We had a contest last summer called Lessons from My Rescue Dog, and we received the most amazing inspirational quotes from that contest, and we've turned them into a product. So when you order one of those bracelets, you actually get a nice little information card with the picture of the dog, dog who actually submitted that quote, and then their story, a link to their story. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. So it's stuff that we can wear on our wrists? Is that what it is? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, you're speaking of the contest. Now, you have a, a neat contest going on right now with Pet Hub called um, Kiss Me, I'm Rescued. So who exactly is doing the kissing? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good question. Yeah. You can either kiss your rescued pooch or it could be could be kissing you. Either one. We accept uh. both. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we have to photograph this and send it over to you? How does that work? How do I win? Oh, yeah. Well, we're right now we're down to 10 finalists. So we have a week left for people to vote on the top 10. And what do they have so, to do? Did they uh, submit the photo? Yeah, they had to submit the photo. And then we went into voting round, the first voting round, which was last week. And now we're in the final voting round. So we're down to 10 finalists. Oh, that'll be interesting. And, and then this whole contest was a partnership between Project Blue Collar and Pet Hub and um we're supporting National Mill Dog Rescue. So Pet Hub, for every submission, is giving a dollar to National Mill Dog. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for them, Pet Hub. Yeah, and then the winner is actually going to receive, the winner gets to nominate a different rescue group to receive a prize. Okay. Oh, that's fun. I need to go. Yeah. I guess it's too late. <laughs> it's too late for me. What else can you do to bring out more, I guess, to distribute more of your blue collars to more rescue agencies? 
Yeah, and more people, right? We just need yeah. to get need to get the the word out more. So shows like this certainly help us. And uh, mm-hmm. when people do blog posts about us, that's great. Any kind of articles that are written uh, help us get the word out. And then any kind of cross posting from our hosts on. We're big on Facebook and Instagram and uh, some Pinterest. We're big with pictures because that's what shows how great the dogs are. We love pictures. Yes, I see that. I see the one cat you have. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's probably Mia. Yeah, we spotlight our um, ambassadors quite heavily. That would really, really help. Now, for, but you don't charge to be um, a partner of rescue agencies, no? Oh, no, they receive money from us. Okay. Yay! Good job, Carol. (laughs) Yeah. What's the best link for people to find out? Is it the projectbluecollar.com and everything is there? Exactly. Okay. Yep, projectbluecollar.com, and they can find all of our social media sites from that from our website. Okay, great. And, and then the on the website, we collect yep. hundreds and hundreds of inspirational stories from our ambassadors. So we invite people to just go hang out there and just read the stories when you have some time because they're so amazing. Right, yeah, I did read a few of them and that is, a, oh gosh, it's yeah, a great, great, great way. And then I see you also have Pets for Patriots on there. It's good for you. That's one of our rescue partners, yes. All right. And the blue collar, um, I should just reiterate, it is the support the underdog, right? The support the underdog right. we, is the actual movement. Exactly. We like to say wristbands have gone to the dogs and Project Blue Collar came to the rescue. <laughs> blue Collar to the rescue. Thank you so much, Carol, for sharing your, your information. We are out of time and I wish you all the best. Check it out at projectbluecollar.com. If you are a rescue agency, please, please do partner up with them. They have some great, great initiatives happening. Thanks, Carol. Thank we'll, you, Beverly. You're welcome. We'll continue with our second guest, Diane Rose-Solomon, after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain, fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> We are back with award-winning author, a certified humane specialist, speaker, and animal adoption advocate, Diane Rose Solomon. Hi, Diane. Hi, Beverly. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on. We finally get to connect. I know. I'm excited. (laughs) So you have written two children's books, right, so far in the series? Actually, there's actually more written than that, but these are the first the first ones. that have actually been published, yeah. Ah, okay. And these books, they have a star being JJ, the American street dog, and his journey to being adopted and the challenges that come with it. So now before we get into the story, I'm just curious how, I see you're a certified humane education specialist. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, who knew, but Humane Society uh-huh. actually has a whole university and you can get a variety of degrees from Humane Society University, but I opted for their certification program, and I became a certified humane education specialist a few years ago. And it's just really good information. A lot of teachers go through the program. I'm not a teacher, but this way when I go speak with kids about humane themes and about responsibility and about adoption, I've got a lot of really good information to share through the coursework. Okay, so it's kind of... I guess they're kind of, um, you get trained to be the trainer for the public to find out more about uh, what's happening. Yeah, you get to help kids understand a little bit more about being humane and being able to use words and ideas that humane society has really helped us with. That's great. Oh, okay. I didn't know they even had a university. That's good to know. Who knew, right? Who I knew? know. But it's is it for animals or is it humane in general? It's specifically for animals. Okay. Um, there are other types of education that you can get that cover just general bullying from kid to kid. But this is specific oh. to being kind to animals, which as we know, there's a connection. There is even part of the coursework, there's a connection between how we treat animals and how we treat people. So it's oh, yeah. all connected, as you know. Exactly. Exactly. If you are, um, if you're harming animals, then by all means, I'm pretty sure you can harm people. There's a lot of connections, actually studies, many studies going on right now about that too. So it's interesting. Good for you. Take on the compassion route, Diane. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So let's go JJ, the American street dog. What led you to write this story and have JJ be the superstar? Well, it was quite by accident that I wrote the book, kind of like by accident that we adopted a dog 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Diane, I don't believe in accidents. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> 20 years ago, we were going to go buy a dog because honestly, 20 years ago, we didn't know anything about adoption. And most, many people didn't. There were plenty of people who were familiar with it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I, for one, wasn't. And most people in my world had no idea. And at the 11th hour, my husband's friend found this puppy on a soccer field one night. And called us and said, I know you guys are thinking about going to get a dog. Would you consider this one? And quite frankly, I didn't want some stray dog. I didn't know that that, uh, there was anything about adoption and that that could be a good choice. Mm. And my husband was a little bit more agreeable than me. He went and took a look at the dog and said, you should see this puppy. He's really cute. And I said, fine, I'm just looking. And And he brought the puppy home. But yeah, he'd been abandoned, we think, on a soccer field. He had, was wearing wow. a choke collar that was too tight and had been on him for too long. Oh. And he had fleas and worms, and he was obviously neglected. Right. And so my husband brought him home, 
Good for him. And I, yeah, I took one look at him and I fell in love with him. And <laughs> there went my pure breed, you know, that we were going to go buy from a, a breeder. And that's when I learned about adoption and rescue and how many animals. And at that time, there were between 12 and 16 million animals being euthanized. And it's, the numbers are much better, but of course, there's still millions of animals losing their lives. But I, I knew in my heart 20 years ago that I needed to be one of the people that made a difference in this. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward to a few years ago when I became a certified humane education specialist. And then I just sat down one day and I wrote my story with no intention of it becoming a children's book. And I looked at it and I said, you know, here I am, this person who didn't know about rescue. And we just kind of got lucky and, uh, you know, stumbled upon this great dog. And wouldn't it be cool if other people who didn't know about rescue, you can't fault people if they don't know something, right? But That's wouldn't true. it be cool to tell people, hey, there's a great option. You don't have to go buy a dog. You can even get a purebred dog if you want one because there's so <laughs> many rescues that have them. And mm-hmm. so I wrote the children's book and figured kids can learn about this. Let these kids who are going to be the ones making these decisions in a few years know about this now. And, of course, the, the adults who buy the book and read the book with them get the benefit, too. Exactly. What was yeah. the name of your of your rescue? JJ. Oh! <laughs> so it, it, the book series is a fictionalized version of what really happened. And it was such a great oh. name. We, I kept it. Yeah. I did not put two and two together. So the book really is based on your experience. It's really based, especially the first one. It, there's a little girl in the book named Maya, and she's our protagonist. And it's, I didn't have a daughter at the time. I, I was much younger at mm-hmm. the time. But I, put, I, I added Maya to make the book more appealing to kids, of course. Yes. And um, yeah, and then the, the series was sort of born after that. You know, what are some of the things that we learn when we now have a dog or a pet in our family? What are some things that we learn in some of our responsibilities? And that's when the second book came out, uh, JJ Goes to Puppy Class, because, of course, that's one of the first things you want to do when you have a new dog is train the dog. Training dogs. Is, oh, gosh. That's awesome how it just flew, flowed like that. You have to tell your husband thank you for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm glad he was sane. <laughs> so one of the, the second book is on puppy training, you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. How do you relate that to, um, to rescues from your point of view? Yeah, well, you know, it's called JJ Goes to Puppy Class, and... As I just mentioned, when you first get a new dog, you want to train them. Even if they're a grown-up dog and they've had some training, it's an opportunity, first of all, to bond with your new dog, which is really important because you want to feel a connection that they're now part of your family. And the other thing is that so many animals are turned into shelters every year. And when they're asked, well, why are you relinquishing your dog? They say, well, he won't behave in our house or he's not trainable. (laughs) <laughs> and I know, and I know that's not true. I know people aren't taking the time to take their dog to a class or to hire a private trainer. They just give up because the dog doesn't know what's expected of them. Yeah, and it's really sad because it's it's preventable. In fact, I don't know if you've seen dogs were trained to drive in New Zealand. You should Google it. If oh, you I think I've seen some of those videos on on it's uh, awesome. It is and hilarious. Dogs, it's hilarious, but it's amazing that the dogs this can actually work. And some of those dogs were dogs that were relinquished to the shelter because they weren't trainable. And then, ha ha, they learned to drive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. It was a shelter dog. Um, and I was like, wow, these trainers are something else. 
So, yeah, so the whole underlying theme of everything that I do is compassion and teaching and sharing that there are alternatives that are a compassionate way where we're helping save lives and prevent animals from being injured into the shelter. Yes. Now, your series, have you tried to distribute them to public schools? We are actually, I do go into schools, some private and some public, and to some libraries, uh-huh. and I speak with the kids, and as many families that would like to purchase their copy are they're welcome. Yeah, I've seen a picture of you on your website actually reading it to a group of kids, which is awesome. Yeah. How did you find their reaction to uh, your stories? That's, it's one of my favorite things is going into the school and working with the kids. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite experiences last year, I was at a school, and at the end of it, the kids came up and they all wanted to hug me. Ah! <laughs> and it was so it was so sweet because, in addition to reading my book, as I mentioned, because I'm a certified human education specialist, we do an interactive presentation afterwards, yeah. and we talk about basic animal care. And we talk a little bit about adoption and being kind and compassion and responsibility and all of the themes that are in the book. But I also do a, a little presentation on dog bite prevention. And oh, I bring yeah, that's a, a, a good stuffed one. dog. Yes. And I teach children how to approach a dog in the streets that they don't know, you know, starting with asking the, the pet parent if it's okay to pet their dog. We just want to teach kids good manners so that they can be safe and then ultimately keep the child and the dog safe. Yeah, that's, yes, exactly, exactly. And that's so awesome how they responded to you in such a positive way so they understand know, exactly what's so happening. Sweet. It's so rewarding. Aw. So how else do you support rescues, Dan? Well, I make a donation for every book sold. I donate a percentage of the sale to local animal rescues. Actually, they're not all local. In fact, I've got a whole affiliate program where any rescue organization can link to my book. And then all they have to do, and it's free for them to to do this. And then every time one of their supporters purchases a copy on their website, I take care of all the back-end stuff and I ship books out on their behalf and signed copies too. And then I send them a check. Once a month, I send out checks to rescue organizations who participate in this program. So it's a great way for them to earn a little bit of money and a great way to educate people in the process. And they don't have to do anything except put a link up on the site. Yay! You walked into that, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. So where would these rescue agencies learn more about your books, your affiliate programs? I think just about everything is up on my website. And that is Diane Rose. Solomon.com. And my books are also available on Amazon because I know some people prefer to oh, go that route. Yes, it's the popular channel. Important. Yes. But as far as getting information, Diane Rose Solomon or uh, JJ the American Street Dog, people could Google that and that, it'll, it'll, it'll take pop you up. Too. So, okay. Yeah, you'll find it that way too. What's your goal? How many books are you wanting to have JJ featured in? Well, currently, J.J., there's five books written, and there's an idea for another book as well. Okay. And there's topics like bringing home a baby to oh, a family that already has a dog, service and therapy dogs. And then one of my favorite books in the series is about misunderstood breeds like pit bulls. Oh, that would be nice. Yep. Yeah. So those are already written, and that's exciting. And then I'm also writing pretty close to finishing up a book for, for adults 
for families about going through the whole adoption process. So I'll have a whole suite of books and products in the next little bit. Wow, looking forward to that. Um, sorry, can you repeat the last one? I couldn't quite make that out. A book for adults on the adoption yes, process? it's not a children's book. Yeah, going through the whole adoption process, yeah. Okay, that would be really, really helpful. I'm surprised not a lot of people um, know the route to take, so that would be really useful. Yeah, and it's not just the whole adoption process, but even asking yourself, are you ready? And then where to go to find a dog or a cat. And then, you know, what all the types of things that you're going to need once you have a new dog. Exactly. Picking the right rescue is definitely an important part of it. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it easier for people. That's all. Thank you for Mm -hmm. your uh, contribution to public awareness. Of course, of course. My pleasure. And thank you for what you do, Beverly, to help animals. Ah, you're welcome. It's always my pleasure. So it's DianeRoseSullivan.com if you are interested in learning more about Diane's books. We are out of time and I'd like to thank our guests, Carol and Diane, as well as Mark Winter, our producer, for making the show possible. You can come join the Save a Pooch community at SaveAPooch.com. Lastly, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, please email me at Beverly at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.